Yes, uh, my name is Clipper Mahudi. I'm with a Zuni Indian tribe from New Mexico, United States of America. The messages that go out every day is that, you know, this country is never recognized as the country that belonged to the Aboriginal people of this land. And I am very, very disappointed that every time that they talk about it, is that they, they pat themselves on the back and how great they made this country. Well, this country was not discovered. He was here all this time. Aside from that, uh, because of this type of uh, disinformation, not knowing exactly what the roots of a lot of the, the native peoples are over here, I've taken a personal effort to uh, convey to the general public, the uh, public at large, to state to them or at least uh, direct them in a way that they can look at the history and uh, find out that the Americans, the Americas, whether it be North, uh, Mesoamerica, South America, there were civilizations here that far exceeded some of the technology applications that most of the world, or rather it was parallel with other systems on the, on the planet. But there are a lot of things that have been destroyed, especially in the United States, where there's no way to trace the history back. And also a lot of people don't really understand it. It's the spirituality and the multidimensional systems, which we darling need so, so hard right now because of our imbalance, not only of mankind, but also of nature in general. So my mission is especially toward a younger generation, which in the United States, our education system is in the dump, especially in the American Indian side, where they were forced upon not only religion, but uh, lifestyles and uh, deviation from the, the spiritual connections, especially with that the land, and also within their own social structures. This is very hard to accept because I have studied quite a bit. So the reason I came out, started doing this thing is to at least have some type of a voice within this whole uh, system of uh, interpretation of many things that are, are misled by others about the American Indian. So uh, it, it's an effort. I, I did this because it, it is an important that people like myself come out and, and at least convey some of the, the missing puzzles, pieces of what this country is all about. And we're now at a culmination of people looking for answers and the answers have been here all this time. So I'm looking at everything from the philosophical standpoint. I've had a chance to study both the extremes, whether it's from the spirituality or the technological, and in between the people, and many things that make uh, the galaxy, our galaxy, is part of the whole system. And there, everything is interconnected. And right now, we are in a situation where we're at what the scientists call, engineers call, maximum entropy. 
we're going in all directions and we're not concentrating on what should be happening. And look what's happening in this country right now. We're in a division where we're at war among each other. And those people that are in power are the wrong ones that are in, uh, heading organizations, which is against a lot of things that uh, whatever we call God, whoever we call God is all about and spirituality. So this is one of the reasons that I'm doing this type of work. I don't expect anything from anybody. I don't owe anybody anything. I don't, they don't owe me anything. And, and what I do is that I talk at these conventions and other places, and I don't care what they say about me, but because it has to be done in a manner that we have to wake each other up and say, hey, look, let's, let's all look at what's happening and perhaps we'll all get together and to look at a certain way of adjusting ourselves. And it has to come from internally within each individual. No spaceship is going to come over here and save us. No aliens are going to come over and take us away to the promised land or to a big uh, UFO in the sky. So we have to start within each other. So that's basically the thumbnail sketch of what I'm doing. I work with a, a lot of people with the ancient aliens. If you look at some of the episodes that Georgios uh, Sukolas did, he made a very thorough investigation about the Iroquois Confederacy and how, how the founding fathers uh, took that and said that this is our constitution. What they did was they took, this, took that Iroquois Confederacy way of government and adopted it into, and they call it the Constitution of the United States of America. However, through, throughout the last 500 years, that's been, that's been torn apart because of the conqueror. The colonization destroyed a lot of those concepts, as we all know. And you ask what that word means, they'll tell you immediately that the Kachina. The Kachina is pronounced in different ways throughout in Hopi and other pueblos. Some places they're called Kachina, and other places they call Kachina. So, but it's the same one. And, and this is the direct representation of what uh, the Pueblo people had to revert to in order to represent the ETs at that time to participate in our activities of the Pueblo people. The reason that happened was because ETs, when they used to come to the, the Pueblo people and participate in their, they were the merrymakers or they used to bring their purpose was to bring the rain and and seas, but they also did entertainment by song, dance, and other activities. And the reason that the humans had, had to uh, take place of the Kachina, which were the ETs, was because of abduction. In the old days, thousands of years ago, or maybe nobody really knows, they had to replace the, uh, the ceremony with representation of the Kachina, or at least the ET, and they call themselves the Kachina. So that's the direct link to it. A lot of our own people do not know that because a lot of this information has been kept uh, in, uh, sort of locked up or kept undercover because of the invasion of the, the, 
the Smithsonian group way back in the 1880s. I have been criticized by my own tribal members for talking about these things, but it doesn't make any difference because it's, it's there and it's for the future generations. Well, here's another thing too. All native peoples or native uh, Aboriginal peoples, whether it's, whether it's here in Mexico or United States or all throughout the whole planet, whether it's in Australia or Japan or wherever, they have a, all the Aboriginal tribes is a direct connection to what we call the star people. And of course, uh, people like uh, the History Channel and Ancient Aliens, they do a very good job of doing that type of, the, but of course they call it a theory, which it is, is it is a theory, but there's a lot of evidence. Uh, we still practice that today. And uh, it's a whole ritual. If you look at the Dogans in Africa, they still go through the same thing. You look at the, the Indians down in the Mexico, the Veracruz people over there, that they, every ritual or every enactment talks about the, the star people coming, what they did, and then they're leaving. There was a, um, and they're still here. The only, the only difference between uh, the humans and them is that we only see a, a small spectrum and we're only limited to a, a uh, limited to dimension. If you look at the dimensions and, and it goes on forever and it, it's been scientifically proven, I've studied a lot of science on that. But uh, every time I, when I look at a formula or a, an equation or whether, whatever, and they explain it, and then I said, hey, the Indians already knew about that. But we yeah. didn't have any formulas for that. We just knew about it, you know. Uh, last year, we decided that uh, we're going to no longer keep some of that American Indian uh, information uh, sort of set back because now we're just going to start coming out with it regardless of what happens. It's part of the disclosure effort. And uh, a lot of people have been talking about disclosure of the American Indian, I mean, the American government. It's not going to happen. It has to be done by people like your, your groups that are in the, on, on the shows, people like myself that have, are not concerned about being sent to a prison or because it's, it's, it's here. It's always been here. It's just that we've been lied to for so many years and uh, having been born and raised on an Indian reservation. I can, you know, there is so many lies that were told us. And then when I started reading history, they actually excluded a lot of this information that, uh, our people have known for thousands and thousands of years. If you look at the Grand Canyon uh, itself in Arizona, we did a, a, a uh, it's on YouTube, it's called Expedition to Si Papu, where, where the Buddhists and the Egyptians and the American Indians were here at one place. Yes, they were. And, and the King Tate Expedition in 1908, I believe it was, was, was the start of that. And so, you can go to any Indian group out here in the Southwest and they'll tell you exactly the same thing. I even did a, a uh, thing about the, uh, when Lumeria sunk and, and where those people, what happened to them, where they went. 
and it's still practiced to this day. The only problem is you got to know the language. All you have to do is listen, and, and what they talk about is how they originated, the journeys that they took, who they met, how they came about where we're at, and they talk about the inner earth. Our, our people actually generated for this world now in, in, from the inner earth. Now, you go one step further in the Grand Canyon, there's a lot of Indian tribes, the Hopi, the Zuni, and, the, and, and there's still some in there called the Havasupai. And the Coconino people, which uh, are spread out here in southern New Mexico, I mean, Arizona and New Mexico. So it's, it has always been known that the last catastrophe, and as we all know, or at least the scientists say that the world has flipped over on its axis 13 times. And the last one was uh, destroyed by mankind and they had to go for refuge and this is where they went is that in, into the inner world that's where they were saved and you can go to any pueblo in arizona or the hopi or any other tribes within the southwest and they'll tell you the same story the only problem is that nobody took them serious well we were talking about the inner earth and this is where the ant people and the insectoid people and other forms had guided them or at least uh, probably upgraded them because there's an upgrade that happens even after they came out of the ground, so to speak. And the proper term, I mean, the common term they use is the Sipapu, S-I-P-A-P-U, which are right there at the confluence of the Little Colorado and the Big Colorado and the Grand Canyon. It's right there where the Hopi emerged from. And the Zuni is up in one of the up at a higher level, which at one time was probably the same level as the uh, the river at one time. But so there's there's many other places on the planet of other Aboriginal people. There's a the Yavapai Nation, which is in uh, near Sedona. They their uh, their emergence place is the Montezuma Well. And that well has never uh, increased or decreased its flow for I don't know how many hundreds of years. And so there's a lot of springs that are referred to that were directly connected to the inner earth. And uh, we've always believed in the inner, inner earth people. And they're part of that whole uh, group of what the Zuni call the raw people. Raw being that they're non-human. And of course, the word magic came from those people. But the the term that I use where a ET can walk through a solid concrete wall and appear in your bedroom, standing at your foot of your bed, that's what I, I could not find a, a definition in the dictionary, English dictionary. So I refer to it as cosmic magic. It's a multidimensional way of, it falls into quantum mechanics and physics and other uh, related uh, mathematical activities in high order science. So that falls into the same thing of the inner earth people. Mm. The inner earth people are also part of that group, not only the inner earth, but also of the star people, what the Indians call star people. So actually the American Indian uh, population 
have always got connection to the star people and where they come from, including Bigfoot. If you look at all the information, the real good information, not the stuff that these guys do, you know, those those guys like uh, what a Bigfoot hunters or whatever, you know, that, that's just to make money. And yeah. uh, But the real thing is that uh, I have had encounters with Bigfoot, but you can never tell uh, where they're at and that you can't even track them sometimes because they'll disappear in front of you. Uh, you've seen that. I mean, there's volumes and volumes of information. So they go into a, they'll go back in and out of it, but they're also keepers of the planet to keeping control. Uh, wherever there's a UFO, uh, ETs around, there's always Bigfoot. So they're all connected, even the little people. All Indian tribes have history of little people. You know, they're about two or three feet high, and Zuni, they call them the, uh, if there is like an earthquake or something that happens with the earthquake, those are the first ones that will come out. And so they're, but again, they're in a different dimension, which mm-hmm. which humans have no idea of, of what it really is. You know, there's you can only prove it probably, or or theorize it in a mathematical equation, but it's it's pretty tough. That's another thing too that they. When they, when we talk about multidimensional uh, um, stages, I think there's a lot of people that are on the wrong track by taking stuff like ayahuasca and all these these different plant drugs. I mean, you know, all you're doing is you're just confusing your your mind. I think that because if you are if you are part of that, you'll be shown. Uh, you don't need no drugs. You don't need no anything because it's it's already exists it's mm-hmm. just that we haven't they they have taken away those they have taken away those keys if you want to call them that or information systems and they're locked up in the vatican they're locked up in smithsonian and even area 51 yeah so yeah. so so these are these are these are the reasons why they're they're holding in power and that's what that's what they're afraid of losing is that look what they did to Tesla with free energy. You know, we don't have to, it's it's right here, you know. So I think that's another reason it's a, because it falls in the category of religion, which is, which is man-made. And so it, it, it falls in that same category. Yeah. So there's no, actually there's no punishment anywhere. It's a, you, you make your own destiny is what it amounts to, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah. Well, this is what the inner earth people are all about. They're, they're with us. You know, this is really, it kind of puzzles me because when you're out here in the desert on any given night, you can walk out there, you can see UFOs. However close you want it or however you want it. Do I guess it's, maybe it's called manifestation or some people just, just have it and others don't. They can't. You, I've taken people out there to the desert I said that, hey, here they come, and there'll be about five or six of them, and they, whoever the guy I'm with, or or maybe two or out of ten or twelve people, they cannot actually see it. I don't know why. I mean, this is another reason that maybe they don't have an open heart or open mind or whatever it is, but they're here. There's others that are on the other side that they can actually talk. 
to ETs and Bigfoot and other different beings in front of you. I've seen it happen. And those are the ones that perform uh, practices to uh, cure a lot of human beings because that is also their role. Uh, you know, I talk a lot about reincarnation and also about uh, the, the human body is just like a uniform. Uh, the soul is the one, the spirit is the one that carries on. And a lot of times, you know, I've had that experience as many times in, in many different uh, situations where I would know exactly what was behind them out. And I've never been there. So I would say that, uh, and then I would explain to my friends and say, oh, they just laugh at me. But when we got there, I say, well, you were here before. That's why, you know, I said, no, I've never been here before. <laughs> and that type of thing. You know, it, it's all humans have that. It's just that they were closed up even the day they were born. Well, it's, it, it's even introduced even at the time of conception. You remember several years back, maybe 20, 30 years ago, I think it was either Scientific American or one of those high scientific magazines I used to describe or subscribe to. They talked about if you play Mozart when you're pregnant with your child, the baby when it's born will be more passive than if others that did not uh, nurture their baby while they're in there. I said, and I said that at that time I threw that paper and I said, hey, you guys have known that for thousands of years. What's the big deal? Hmm. So it's it's all, and also the other thing too is that the vaccines and and uh, I'll give you a good example. I'm not a medical doctor. I don't claim to be anything, but when the first thing that I have seen, whether it's true or not, because I've never been in a, a room where a baby is born, but the first thing that they do, the doctors on delivery, they slap the kid. Yeah. To, to make it cry or to wake it up. No, I have never seen an Indian family do that. Uh, the reason also is that that baby is still connected with the umbilical cord and also the soft spot on your head when the baby is born. It's, been, it's still being downloaded. And that's why when, when you're a, an Indian kid and you have a little brother or sister that's a baby, you're told not to touch the head of your little brother or your little sister. So the grandmothers, was, I would ask, of course, I was always curious. I said, why, how come I can't do that? He said, because he's still with the other world and he's been in what the term now is downloading. So these are basic things that a lot of people don't understand. And, and so, these Western medicine practices are just way above something else. All they have to do is come back and listen to some of the, the practitioners of the natural birth. And also uh, the other thing too, that I explained about that, there's a juniper tree outside my house right here. The grandmothers taught me, you take the, the juniper uh, tree uh, leaves and the berries and they make a pot when the baby's born and they, uh, give the mother that warm tea made from that. So I asked my grandmothers, how come you you give that to, uh, to uh, you know, the, the mommy? They said, well, later on I found out that it clean, cleans out your, your uterine tract, the afterbirth effects. 
And then the other thing too that uh, I learned later on was that it also has a birth control uh, element in there or compound in there. So all Indian kids were usually two or three years apart. In my generation, there was no back-to-back -back babies that were born. So there's a lot of truth to these old practices, which they dumped when Western medicine came about. Just like marijuana. Marijuana is a good medicine. Now we're going back. Because there's so many things that are so common, the plants that you can go out there. My grandmothers, my grandfathers, and all my elders used to teach me. You have a stomachache, you go out there to the river, river bed where it's out here in the desert, you just take a, a, a clay ball that was left over from a flood. You just put that and put, you just swallow that. Five minutes later, your stomach ache is gone. That type of remedies that are all over, but no, no we're too dependent upon, uh, you know, like the, uh, the pharmaceutical people. Because all we're doing is posing in our bodies with that. Is uh, there's a record of uh, giants in all petroglyphs. If you go to the petroglyphs anywhere on the planet, you will see giants. Now giants are bigger, at least uh, maybe anywhere from one, uh, maybe one to three times bigger than Bigfoot. They'll have Bigfoot right next to, or within that same petroglyph uh, area where Bigfoot is there, but on the other side will be uh, the giants. And we have history of giants. One of the, the theories of the Chaco culture being just uh, or, or they just vacated, nobody knows where they went, is where the red-haired giants, mm, yeah. which, which are, which are uh, a lot of them are still buried in Nevada. And uh, I know of a lot of people that have told me about, they won't lie to me because, you know, we're, we're all professional people and they have been doing that. I mean, they, they were born and raised there. They know where they were buried and, but they just leave them alone. And yes, there were giants and, and you know, even in the, in the Bible and other histories, they talk about them. But, uh, and even, you know, even in the biblical uh, Goliath, talks about that. So yes, the American Indians have known about uh, the giant people along with Bigfoot and other different types of, uh, I guess, bigger people or, or they were half human or what, whatever they were. And that's, that's a good quick reference to this is the giants. And we have stories about it. And there's a lot of history from other Indian tribes. It's kind of disappeared that they, they talk about, uh, you know, capturing or cornering the giants in caves and smoking them out. Are you familiar with any like ancient stargates, I guess is what we've, what, what they refer to? Yes, uh, Los Alamos is, is the biggest one. Uh, right here, right there in Arizona is what they call the uh, Katrina Stargate. But I have been criticized because uh, they're all over the world. I mean, you know, this is yeah. But I've never, I've never been to either of either of them places. But I, I, all I do is know about it, just based upon the information uh, that are uh, recited in chants, songs, rituals, 
and, and they, they know exactly, and it's all part of the star system. It's all reference to the star system. Basically, Orion, uh, Pleiades, and others. They're all, they're all uh, connected to the, uh, the star systems, constellations. That uh, we, we have a lot of respect for raw people. Raw people or raw things, everything that is not human, whether it be an insect, an animal, or a ET or whatever, they are, they are all referred to as raw people. The little red ant that walks around in your front yard, he's also a raw people. The big buck that you want to go over there and, and, and shoot with your 30-odd six is also a raw people. Yes, we have rituals like like they were provided by the great spirit. In if you want to be like an Indian, the great spirit provided us, you know. So we take everything as part of our survival. But they only take uh, what is needed, and then after we kill that uh, certain animal, we have to give blessings to it because we're we're giving. They gave us their meat and their uh, for the food. To, for us to survive. So we bless them as if they were high order uh, people also. You know, we treat them like, uh, we call them the, like in the priesthood or whatever. So we prepare them also to go to the afterlife because it's just a uh, reincarnation, it's a regeneration, rejuvenation of the uh, life forms to keep us in balance. But now we're not. So this. This is what uh, all Indian tribes or all Aboriginals have rituals for that. And it's to give us life. This whole system was set up long time ago by whoever or whatever that system, whoever put the system in there because we're, the humans were, <laughs> they were, they were upgraded many, many times. And so this was one of the things that they had to be informed about and and that's where the protocols come in. How how do you go about doing these things? What ritual do you go through to do to take this animal? You know, if you look at the the uh, stories of the buffalo, they used everything from that that animal: the fur, the skins, the bones, everything. Just same way with what we we used to do when we uh, we go out and kill a deer. And everything was was used. It was not wasted. So we we had a lot of respect for for the uh, the animals that we got our food from. Well, this is this is where the awakening comes in. I address a lot of uh, groups of people, whether in a conference or whatever, and I ask the question. I said, "What are you guys afraid of?" I mean, you know, they have been like we were talking about since the day you were born. You're pounded into things that are, that are not true, and you're you're told you're actually a prisoner when you come to this planet. Right? Whether it's the it's either your parents' background, either the school system, the government, whatever you know, you're you're a prisoner. They don't have make kids have fun anymore. You know, when they, when they go out and they roll around in the dirt, they pick them up and they put them in a sterile situation how, how can they resist other viruses when when they're so where they're not treated like that it's the same way with anything else i mean people are not taught to think for themselves we have mm -hmm. to force it into them 
And this is one of the, the, the whole rebellion I took when I was a little kid. The government forced us to make, make us do things. And I told them not only no, but hell no. And so uh, this is why I was called a radical when I was a little kid. I didn't believe in any of the stuff. They tried to make me a Catholic. They tried to make me a Mormon. They tried to make me a Protestant. And uh, I absolutely refused. I told him, I said, we have our own God. And why waste our time in going and sitting in the classroom? Why waste our time in going to try to be something? You might as well just be like uh, anybody else. And because once you go to state, first of all, they don't teach you anything nowadays. And if more people would stand up and say, this is not right, and stand up for what they believe, this will be a better planet. This will be a, there'll be a better communication. And, and this is where a lot of people think that I'm just, a, oh, you're just not making any sense. I said, no, I mean, that's what education is all about. See, a lot of people in this, in this nation is, or, or the planet for, for that matter, are not educated. The education comes from within you and from your heart. It doesn't come from sitting in a, in a classroom or sitting in church or uh, getting on the internet. So you don't learn anything. You gotta go out there and, and learn how to uh, survive out there. This is where a lot of us that have been through this journey are not afraid to sit, uh, sit back and be slapped around because it's a better world out there being your own person.